Hello, Bashow. You have received a call from an inmate at Newbridge Federal Penitentiary for the criminally flagrant. To accept the charges, say, I accept. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll accept the charges. Hi, Tom. It's the one and only Newbridge Ransacker. You know, the buzz around prison is you've been keeping it real and entertaining the masses during this very trying time in world history. Just want to send my best to you, Mike, Pat, Jason, John Wertner, and the whole gang there at The Great Show. Keep making the world laugh, my friend. Have a great day, and please don't... G-O-M... Gomp. Gomp me. All right, take care, my friend. Have a good day. Wait, wait, what the the hell was that? What was what, your Crimeo call? Crimeo call? I I don't know what a Crimeo call is. Well, you've heard of Cameo, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that thing where celebrities charge a certain amount of money to record video messages for people? No, 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 I know what Cameo is. I know Cameo, it's the the site where you get, you know, I guess uh, David Faustino or whoever comes on and says happy birthday, you know. Yeah. That I know what it is. You know who's, who, who's like a, a big player in that world? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is big on Cameo. Loves to do them. It's really interesting. He'll He'll do a lot of research, too, so it'll be something like, Hey, uh, Fred, it's Bob Dylan. I just want to say that uh, I heard you're having a tough time, and uh, I know you went to uh, Souderton High School, and I was curious if you were in touch with anyone from back then, and I know you've, you've got a 78 Impala that's supposed to be really cranking. Stuff like that, like things like you wouldn't really know about someone. He, he does the research. It's interesting. That is so strange that Bob Dylan would be so so incredibly thorough with uh yeah. With with doing re, well, I guess he's always been a little bit of a researcher. Uh, little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he borrows. I think I think that's how he would he would say. Yeah, he would, he would call it. Well, it. anyway, Crimeo takes that concept to uh-huh. its logical logical next step by offering a veritable who's who of the finest criminal minds of our time to leave personal audio messages for your friends and loved ones. So it's a, so it's, it's that, it's cameo, but with crime, criminals. That's, oh my God, that's such a strength. Wait, you know what I want to know? You said at the start of the, the thing that you're the Newbridge ransacker. Is this, you're really the Newbridge ransacker? At your service. You know, I think we actually spoke a couple times over the years. The Newbridge ransacker is my, how would you say, uh, named a crime, but my real name is Reggie Monroe. Hold on. Reggie Monroe? Uh-huh. This is, oh my God, it is, you used to call the best show a, a fair amount or uh, years ago. I did. Yeah, you know, for people who don't know, you are a member of the, the, I guess the infamous Monroe family is the way to put it. You know, you guys are local Newbridge. Uh, family, you're always getting into it and always getting in trouble with the authorities. And, but you in particular, Reggie, you're the guy who's known for getting thrown off of Survivor and like an early season of Survivor. Cause if I remember correctly, you said you, um, you got caught having a pant rummage 
out in the bushes. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think your, your listeners can let their minds run wild and figure out what that, uh, what, what that means. Uh, not a, not a high point of my life, that's for sure. And, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, ever since then, it's been, um, it's been a crazy ride, you know, uh, after that survivor debacle where they called me whitewalling my hand, I, I was pretty much persona all gratin, you know, just for the yeah. public, basically the, the entire public. I, I, I put a book out called caught with my board shorts down and that turned out to be Scribner's worst selling book of the aughts. And then, uh, my, my new metal album, uh, nonstop jungle crankathon that basically sunk zero hour records. So, not a great, not a yeah. great period. No, that's a, that's a pretty, uh, that's a, that's a cold streak. Very, very. And then, you know, when you get on these cold streaks, it's, it's hard to get out of them. And I ended up addicted to blue. Uh, one thing led to another. And before you know it, I'm ransacking upwards to 15 houses a night just to get my rocks off. Nothing like crazy or, or, you know, debauch, just, just kind of seeing who's got what, moving a couple lamps and chairs around, you know, just kind of good, clean fun until I got caught trying to put some guy's mattress up on his roof. Well, look, I, I, why, why, I, I the main thing I guess I want to know is I'm going to just overlook good, clean fun, uh, but why were you putting someone's mattress on a roof? Well, I, I mean... That's like asking Sir Eggman and Hillary why they wanted to climb Mount Everest. And I'll give you the same answer those guys gave because it's totally fun. To put a mattress on a roof. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's, they're heavy. You, you got to get the right size. And then it's, it's up on the roof and he comes back and he's just like, where is my mattress? And then someone across the street says, Hey, Herb, check out your roof. Uh huh. Yeah. It sounds like. Some real, it sounds like some good times. It is good times, but you know what wasn't good times? What's that? When I got busted and sent to court, not a single member of the survivor family would appear as a character witness for me. Do you believe that? Fairweather friends. Well, I mean, but to be fair, in their defense, you were kicked off the show for being extremely creepy. Well, that's, that's very debatable, but you know, it, it hurt my feelings real bad because I finally find one thing that I'm great at, which is ransacking and, you know, and then society chimes in and they have their say and here I sit for the next seven years in the hut. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem quite fair, but you know, off topic a little bit, Tom. Yeah. I was going through your Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. And I need to ask you something. What's that? Are you okay? What, what do you mean? Am I okay? Well, if I could get serious for a second, you're the only person on social media who hasn't posted about Fiona Apple's new album being the greatest work of art in the history of recorded music. And it just kind of worried me. And I'm, I'm sure your listeners are, are wondering about it also. So what's going on? Um, yeah, well, I haven't had a chance to listen to the album yet, so I didn't. I also just didn't feel like it was important to be a part of the uh, the rush to to have an opinion on on this record. Like, 
it's kind of funny. It's like no one's talking about it now. Like interesting how that works, right? Yeah. It's like, you'd kind of think if somebody made a masterpiece and I'm not saying the record's not a masterpiece. I honestly haven't heard it yet, but it's amazing that people seem to be slightly done with the masterpiece. Yeah. It's like, Oh, Oh my God. It's insanely great. Man, I'm done with it. Yeah. Like what's next? Yeah. Yeah. They've John Prime. Of- oh yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan a couple of days ago, even though I never mentioned him tw- for 20 years. Yeah, fair amount of, fair amount of, uh, fans laying, I guess like just kind of laying in wait to, to proclaim that someone's, that they, they was actually their favorite artist ever. Yeah. Not into it. I don't know. I mean, you know, to each his own, but you know, to, to, to me, not theirs, right? Yeah. To, to each, to each his own, their own, to me, Look, I I just I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a thing. I, it's always what if there was an app that would prevent people from that would monitor people's actual fandom on a thing to show whether they were fa- actual fans of somebody when they pass away. It pulls it pulls your your iTunes library, your Spotify stuff to and, prove that you've never had any interest in that person. Yeah. You never once searched for or listened to or typed John Prine into anything until you found out that he had passed away. And then the record shows that you frantically scrambled to. (laughs) And it also says that, that your eyes only took in the title. Hello in there. Mm hmm. When you, when you went to Spotify. Yeah. The, just to show that that's as far as you went. Exactly. Um, yeah. Now that would be, uh, I, I wish that existed, but you know, look, I, I, I want to know more about this, this, is it Crimeo? Crimeo? Crimeo, yes. Crimeo. Yeah. I want to know more Although about Crimeo. Crimeo is better though, I think. But I think, I get why it's Crimeo. Crimeo's, Look, I, I want to just know the, this thing, regardless of how you say it, it's just like the concept of it seems so like inappropriate, I guess is the best word I could come up with. Well, Tom, you know, as it says in Corinthians 20 and 19, inappropriateness is in the eye of the beholder, and thou best findeth inappropriateness and all its flagrance shall inherit the multitudes. Yeah, Tom, I'm a Christian now. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I hope that's working for you. Um, like, who else is doing these Crimeo calls? Oh my God, all the all the big names in lockup. Um, off the top of my head, um, Michael Cohen, uh, Roger Stone, OJ, uh, who else? Paul Manafort, Cannibal Corpse guitarist Pat O'Brien, uh, Phil Spector, El Chapo. He's like Dylan. He loves to research. El Chapo does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get to, he'll find out everything about someone and just like kind of pepper his standard pitch. You know, his, it has like a, we all have kind of boilerplate things that we do, but we add to it. And he's, he's like out of, out of, out of the stratosphere in terms of the personal touches he puts in. It's pretty impressive. It also sounds uh, like it would be slightly terrifying. 
Yeah, right. it's like El, how, how does El Chapo know where I park my car every day? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that would maybe spook me a little bit that I, El Chapo just congratulated me on graduating from from business school, and he also knows my license plate number. Exactly, and uh, hope hope you're liking sitting in in that that beige chair right now. Like he goes that deep. It's sick. Wow, that's weird. So, th- so those are some pretty big, uh, big names. Those are the big hitters, but you know, there, there's all, there's lesser known criminals available for those who are on, on a tighter budget. There's um, uh, there's El Gordo, uh, Little Teensy Mike, uh, the Night Rummager, Amish Fred, the Midday Stalker, uh, Doctor Hacksaw, the Milf Arsonist. I still can't believe that was the official name. They gave that case. It's, it's kind of insulting, isn't it? Like derogatory. I think, yeah, there's something about it. everybody else gets a name that is like not, there's something that's like, that's kind of like reductive about that. Like it reduces just like, oh, it's the MILF arsonist. Right. And it was weird because it was a guy. Yeah. So I never could quite figure that out, but, uh, who else? There's, uh, uh, the cartwheel bandit, uh, the early morning tonsil thief, uh, Ken Grabhorn. Who who is Ken Grabhorn? Oh, Ken Grabhorn is that that um, huckster filmmaker who made all those animal themed movies that have like titles and packaging and posters that are really just meant to mislead the public into thinking they're a, a what do you call it a re release of of a classic film. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I know about these movies. Like, what what are some of the what are some of the movies he made? Well, he had one called Caddyshack, but it was spelled C-A-T-T-Y, like, so, like, for cats. It's a, it basically was like a shack where cats lived. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Uh, what else was there? Uh, Dr. Strange Dove, uh, Animal Horse, The Wizard of Owls, uh, Bridal of Frankenstein, Good Feathers, uh, but he, what got him popped was he pushed it too far with, um, The Raging Bull and, Silence of the Lambs. Basically, he just added the to Raging Bull, and he took away the the from Silence of the Lambs. Oh no, that's that's really playing with the line too. Just so the movie was called The Raging Bull. Yes, yeah. And yeah. he's just the, he's not going to correct anybody if they make these if they mistake his for the the Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, that's their problem. And the yeah. posters are super based on the original poster. Very, you know, very, very kind of sleazy guy, but he's, he, he, he does great, great cremios. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and these calls, I got to say, they're, they're pretty fun to do. It's, it's a, it's a real time killer, you know, cause we, we have nothing but time in here. Um, we don't get to keep the money, unfortunately. Um, what, what we do is each of us will pick a charity and uh-huh. we'll give money, money to that charity. Oh, okay. Um, that's a nice, so that's a, yeah, sure. it is. It's cool. It's cool. And right now my money goes to a charity up in New Hampshire called the Kevin Allen Foundation. And what they do is they provide jock straps, combat boots and helmets to kids in need. Kids in need of what? Uh, of jock straps, combat boots and helmets. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that was a thing at all that kids Needed. I didn't realize kids needed those. I mean, Kevin Allen is Gigi Allen. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. 
so there's a foundation set up and I guess, um, well, you know, it's in memory of, of, of Gigi Allen. I'm not sure if, if, if you knew this, but, but Tom, he passed on, uh, several years ago. I, I, I had heard, uh, it, it was untimely. Um, I just, uh, sometimes it's just, I feel like he had so much to give still. He, he did. And what's great is his brother, Merle, it is still giving. It's really great. He, he comes up and, and he'll do these, uh, these little presentations and, and lectures. And right now, um, he's working on hopefully things will clear up by, by fall. We can get rolling again. Um, he's working on a, um, a Hitler mustache workshop. So, so the kids can really, really get their Hitler mustache happening. Well, that's, 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 uh, yeah, that's great that he's doing that and that he's taking this, he's kind of assuming the mantle, I guess, which is. He is. Which is nice. And it's also great that Merle is, is, I know he was very reticent to be associated with just like the legacy of his brother or. Super a, shy, super yeah. shy. Wants to be known for his own thing. Yeah. Didn't want to come off like he was cashing in on it or anything. Nope. But it's nice Not to see. Findings. What's that? No, he's 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 he. It, it took a lot of prodding, apparently, for him to throw his hat in this ring. To finally just say, like, yes, Gigi's my brother, and I'm not. But I'm not here to make money off of it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, speaking of money. Yeah. The the actual civilian celebrities who who, who do cameo, they they do get to keep their money. Uh huh. And that can really add up. There's like people like um, Charlize Theron, Jonah Hill, uh, Jim Florentine. These people are practically printing money. Yeah. Well, that's a different. There's a little bit of a drop off on that list you just did. That's what do you mean? Charlize Theron is an Oscar winner. Right. And, um, Jonah Hill's a big movie star. And and then, I mean, Jim Florentine's a successful stand up comic. But he's—I don't know if he's in the same league as 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 Charlize Theron or Joan. Oh, Hill. I I thought he was a big deal. I I don't know his stuff. Yeah, well, he's the guy. He's basically known for—he's like the the stand-up that talks about. Well, I guess there's a couple guys. Him and Jim Brewer. I guess all the—is it the Jim? Is the, does your name have to be Jim? Maybe. I think Jim Brewer's hilarious. I love the goat boy thing he did. I could listen to that forever. Forever. So huh? fun. So funny. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't well, run out of, doesn't run out of gas at all for you? Oh my God. No. People say he's a one trick goat, but no way, man. So what do you think like, like a, a crinio or a cameo call from Jim Florentine might sound like? Um, well, I'll do it like, uh, Hey Reggie, uh, just wanna let you know, uh, happy, uh, happy birthday, uh, congratulations on all the success and, uh, you know, as Ozzy would say, uh, that, uh, you know, you're, you're running off the rails of a crazy train and, uh, Ozzy would, uh, say, uh, Angus would play guitar on the thing and Ozzy would, Dude, thing. I like. I think it's got. You know, he actually gets. 
I think he gets at least 200 clams a call. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, God bless him. Hey, speaking of God. Yeah. Tom, one thing they, they teach us in here is that we need to make amends to our, our, our victims. Okay. And honestly, that's why I didn't charge your friend Jake Fugelnorp when he contacted me about this, this Crimeo call. Okay. I, I, I don't exactly know where you're going with this. Tom, um, I ransacked your house in the summer of 2015. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. That was, I did the best show. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I came home and stuff was just like slightly out of sorts. Like I remember my, I had an Emerson Lincoln Palmer Tarkus jigsaw puzzle that was like messed up and the, the edge pieces were, were like a couple of them were popped off of the puzzle and then my sleeveless Andrew Dice Clay shirt was missing. And then, I mean, now I remember I was, I wondered my wacky packages were just everywhere, just strewn all over the den. And I had no idea. So that was, that was you. Yeah. And, um, all right. Full confession. I also did a little dinkle on your wings back to the egg throw rug. Oh my God. I thought my dog had done that. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. I screamed screamed at my dog. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I don't don't know. I just saw it there and I thought I got to do this because like before it's totally fun. Yeah, because I was like, I was like yelling at my dog. I was like, "This is the, f- this was the first record he did after he left Capitol, and he's he's on a different label. This is a big promotional deal for this Back to the Egg rug." And then, what did your dog say when you told him that? Did, my, my dog didn't say anything. Oh. I was I was a little out of control. It it, it upset me very much. You were as um. Willie Ames said, deep in the flesh. Yes. I was very much in the flesh at that point. Ooh, you know, I gotta say, Tom, it, it feels good to get that off my chest. Uh-huh. Um, I really feel a, 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 a big sense of, of what I could just call healing. And, um, speaking of, of healing, I, have you seen that, that short video that's been going around of that ecumenical minister? What's his name? Um, uh, Reverend Pete. Everyone's mm-hmm. going nuts over this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did see it. And it, yeah, it's, it is very comforting that because it's like, it's, you know, times like these, it's just like, it's, it, I, I really can't think of the last time I saw someone who seemed to, to truly care that much. For for uh, his fellow man, for just all humanity, and just being like, 
like with true compassion and, and true emotion? Yeah, I, I guess the message is cool. I, I don't know. I just couldn't get past those jokes. Oh yeah. I mean, he did, he did say a few funny things. Funny. You think that's funny? Yikes. Wait, no, what do you, what do you mean yikes? I mean, he's, he's a minister. Um, well, no, I know, I know. It's, it's just like, I guess I was just kind of shocked that people were saying how funny he is when he'd say stuff like, you know, your, your fearful thoughts are, are basically just like little dust bunnies that are running around in your mind and they, they really shouldn't be paid that much attention to. And people are just going, going, just laughing so much about, you know, this reverend, Talking about dust bunnies, it, it just struck me as being really basic. And I don't know. The more I thought about it, the more I just thought, I, I doubt this guy even knows that there was a English office before there was the American one. I don't know. So, so wait. So you're you're gonna actually you're holding this guy to some pretty high standards in, well, in comedy. Like he's he's a he's a he's a minister. I know, but would it kill these guys to like learn more about SCTV than just like Bob and Doug? There's more out there, you know. I don't know. It's just I, I don't know. I guess I, I like you said. I guess I do hold my people of the cloth to higher comical standards. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you want him to do? The the Key and Peel sketch uh, with the heckler, uh, like you want him to do that verbatim? I would love it. It doesn't have to be verbatim, but just like in the middle of it, if if he could just say, I thought I could take it, but I can't. I think that would go over great. Mm, okay. I don't I, know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, all right. We, we could, we'll just, we could differ on this all night, but, um, let this go about the minister. That's, right. that's fine. You know, Tom, I did some research on you. And it turns out you're a pretty big deal. Uh, okay. Here's the deal. I think you could make some flagrant coin with Cameo. Okay. Okay. You could probably charge at least two fifty a call. And I think, you know, if, if it went well, which I can't imagine it wouldn't, it would only be a matter of time before you were in the Cameo Gold Circle. That's where the big names are. And basically, these people write their own ticket. They charge however much they want. They have very substantial waiting lists for calls. So it's, I mean, that's it's a big money maker For the Gold Circle? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it could, be, oh. could be huge. Mm-hmm. You know? Think about it. You could get, I mean, it would change your life money-wise. You could get a new car. You could have a killer vacay in Vegas, you know, play the tables, go see Six Feet and Roy and Shirk this Olay, you know, really just do it right, all the buffets. The world would pretty much be your coaster at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, can I just, can I just, can we hit pause there for a second, Reggie? Your, your sure. Your idea of, I'm going to go see, to Vegas to see, Sick Feet and Roy? Yeah. You never heard of Sick Feet and Roy? No, no, no. I actually, no, I never have heard of Sick Feet and Roy. You're, you're 100% right. I have heard of Siegfried and Roy, who I don't even think are performing anymore. But oh. I think, um, and what was the other thing? 
that I could go see the other shows? Oh, it's this amazing spectacle. Um, it, it's called Shirk This Olay. Shirk, like shirk responsibility. Shirk this, shirk com- this. Com- comma, and then comma. Olay. Shirk this, comma, Olay. Yeah. You mean Cirque du Soleil? What? I don't know what you're on about. What? Yeah. Maybe maybe you're thinking of a whole other Vegas. I don't know, man. All I know is what's, what what happens in Vegas doesn't is not told to people who are, who were not there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the slogan. Um, yeah, well, I guess if I did do it, the world could be my coaster, and it could be. That would really just everything would go my way. Um, I don't know. Hey, um, yeah. I hope I I haven't put the uh, what is it? Put the cart. I hope I haven't put the cart on top. What is it? You put the cart before the horse. Hope I haven't put the cart. Say it again. Now forget it. Okay. All right. Okay. I hope I haven't haven't uh, uh, gone over my, the boundaries that have been have been established. Nah, that, that's that's unwieldy too. Let me just jump to it. I, I've been texting with with Rolf. He's one of the upper VPs at Cameo. Mm-hmm. He's very interested in you. Okay. Yeah, he's he's googling you right now. Yeah. Yeah, just so hang on, man. And right prepare now. to Yep, prepare to get fat checks and unlimited amounts of money. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I go for some fat checks. Right? This could be a whole new era for you. You know, I, I feel like you've been chained to that elementary school bus announcement microphone for so long that you don't know what else is out there. Yeah, well, that's a little unfair, but um, I am interested in fat checks. I'm not going to... You deserve it. I like fat checks, and I cannot lie. <laughs> I think I get it. It's uh-huh. a song. Yeah. Oh no! What? Oof. Well, wait, wait, wait. Rolf just Rolf just wrote back. Okay. He said, um, going by what he's read online and what people have been telling him, and after crunching some huge celebrity data numbers. Um, Looks like I overshot my estimate of what you could charge by a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, how much does he think I could charge to do cameo? A dollar thirty-two. A dollar thirty-two. Yeah. To just no, it's not much. It's yeah, it's not much. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I I, I don't get it. But you know, a way a positive way of looking at this. Yeah. You know, times are tough for everyone right now. You could be known as Tom Sharpling, the affordable FT. Oh, well, that's just a great, so just there's a giant asterisk next to me. Well, you get enough of them, like you do, I don't know, you do like 200 a day. Oh, no, well, if I do 200 a day, that puts me uh, around, what, around the $240 mark? Yeah, I guess that puts you at like one Jim Florentine call. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could do two days worth of, I could do 200 a day for two days, and then I could afford one Jim Florentine call. That would brighten your spirits, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't brighten my spirits. I don't want to do these for a dollar thirty-two. I don't want right. to. I'm not going to do right, 200, uh, ugh, whatever. 
That's, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help. All right. You know, and speaking right. of bright, bright, brightening, brightening days, um, looks like it's time for me to do my next Crimeo call. We hang on. I'm just going to get my other phone here. Hang on. Okay. Okay. It'll be quick. Hi, Brad. It's the one and only New Bridge Night Slapper. You know, the buzz around prison is you've been keeping it real and writing totally amazing dryer sheet commercials from home during this very trying time in world history. Just want to send my best to you, Jesse, Little Pete, Trip, Maddie Bones, and everyone else at the Dude Abides Marketing. Keep making the world cool, my friend. Have a great day and or night pertaining to when you receive this message. Goodbye. Hey, Reggie. Yeah. Did you just say you're also the Newbridge Night Slapper on that call? I did. I, I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I think I... You've heard about me, right? Yeah, I've more than heard about you. Look, um, I want to apologize for the seven times I broke into your house and went to town on your cheeks. Wait, seven times? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about seven. Okay. I don't know anything about that. You know, you're a very deep sleeper, and several times you were in the middle of very vivid nightmares where you seem to be reliving some horrific incident involving Patty Smith. Does that sound right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I had a feeling that um, maybe one time the Newbridge Night Slapper had come in to my home seven times. Seven times, yeah. So you, what, you, you felt it once or you, you heard me creeping? Yeah, one time I just had it, I suspected it. But say, you, you, you night slapped me seven times. Seven different times and I, 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 I wailed. I did wail. I mean, I, I would, ne- I would never do more than four slaps total, two per cheek. Okay. But I made I made him count. That's for sure. Yeah, which, which puts it around. Th- you slapped me like thirty times. Then I did, yeah. And several times it was like that scene in uh, in Tommy Boy where he says, "Richard, is there a mark on my face? Because it hurts from here to all the way to here." Mm-hmm. It was like that. So, okay, well, uh, that doesn't do me a whole lot of good knowing it. Oh, that well, maybe, maybe you didn't know this. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. so, but look, anyway, I, I, I got a boogie. Um, I, I'm sorry about that. Um, I will definitely stay in touch because I will absolutely need a place to crash when I get out. And just, just, you know, to put this out there right now, I don't love getting up super early, so we'll need to make some kind of arrangement where you keep it down when you're lugging your ass out of bed and, you know, clanking around in the kitchen, fixing breakfast on it, all that stuff. So we'll figure that out. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, I mean, that's something we can talk about, Reggie. I mean, Reggie? Reggie? Huh. I, I actually, I don't know. I do still have those nightmares. Trapped in an elevator. Humble pie.
back in the day. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to The Best Show. We appreciate you supporting it and keeping it going. And patreon.com slash the best show is how you support the show. We don't do um, ads or anything. This is how we keep the show going. So thanks for the support. And we keep all kinds of cool content going up over there that you are only going to be able to get at Patreon. Like so far, the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young show we've been doing, which is so much fun and there's more stuff going up over there and thanks for supporting it and listen to Double Threat, the podcast I do with Julie Klausner and get that wherever you get podcasts and stay safe and take care of yourselves and thanks everybody we will talk next time <laughs>